Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. This is where Jesus heals a man who was born blind, and it raises lots of interesting issues that we get to discuss briefly today. Before we jump into the text, I want to thank the Family Leader for being our 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, thank you to the Family Leader for their support. So Jesus has just spent chapter 8 sparring with the Pharisees. He left his most controversial and audacious statement for the end of that chapter. We covered it in our previous text when he told them, before Abraham was, I am. If you haven't heard him yet, you should go back and listen to those chapter 8 devotions because there's a lot of great stuff there. And now as we go into chapter 9, he's going to return to the Jesus that we're more familiar with, or that we're more taught about in our Christian culture. The healer working miracles. Verse 1. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? this man or his parents that he was born blind? Now this is an interesting question by the disciples, kind of a theological question, and it reveals an assumption that they had, which is that somebody must have done something wrong. You're not just born this way without somebody having sinned and this being the consequences or even the punishment for their sin. That was a common viewpoint toward people with significant disabilities back then, but Jesus sets the record straight on this. Verse 3, Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. So there's actually quite a bit here that I want to unpack. There's the obvious point, which I already alluded to, Jesus making the point that just because somebody has a significant disability doesn't mean it is the result of someone's sin. At the same time, Jesus isn't saying that no disability ever is not the result of somebody's sin. I was trying to think of an example of this. You can imagine a woman who's pregnant and she's abusing alcohol or drugs. When her baby is born, the baby might be a victim of fetal alcohol syndrome which is a direct result of sin, if you want to categorize alcohol abuse as sin. And obviously there are numerous circumstances where somebody might have a disability that's the result of someone's sin. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking of somebody who gets shot or stabbed. The resulting disability could be because the person who shot them or stabbed them was sinning. But in general, the maladies that people have are not a direct result of theirs or somebody else's sin, but they are the result of general sin in the world. I mean, if Adam and Eve had never sinned, if sin had never entered the world, and if we were still living in the Garden of Eden, there wouldn't be people born blind. And all that is a fine and good discussion we could have for a lot longer. But more important than all that, Jesus makes it clear that the reason that this man was born blind was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. Well, we're about to see Jesus heal him, which is obviously going to put the works of God on display. It's going to help people to put their faith in Christ. It's going to glorify God. And there are many, many cases of people who face disabilities or hardships of many kinds, trials, tribulations. And one of the key reasons that God allows all that stuff to happen is so that through them, people might see the works of God on display. And that doesn't necessarily mean that somebody who's in a wheelchair is going to walk or somebody with cancer is going to be healed or that somebody who's facing a hardship will have that hardship reversed. Sometimes the works of God don't manifest themselves that way. Sometimes the works of God manifest themselves in such a way that a person facing terrible hardship 
hardship or sickness or difficulty, is able to experience joy, is able to display faith and strength in the midst of trials, carrying a heavy burden. It might be good for each of us to reflect on hardships that we're facing right now or that we have faced and to think about the many ways that God has blessed us or used those hardships to shape us or to inspire us or inspire others. The works of God are on display all the time in and through people during some of the toughest times of our lives. Jesus continues in verse 4, We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So this reminds me of the saying, we need to make hay while the sun shines. Jesus is saying, while I am here, the light of the world, it's daytime. And when it's daytime, we need to do the works of him who sent me. Because nighttime is coming. And when Jesus says night is coming, he's referring to his death and then his subsequent departure from earth. He's very aware that he needs to fulfill and complete the things that his father has given him to do. And you and I, if we're followers of Christ, ambassadors for him during this journey on earth, we ought to have the same kind of urgency and determination, the same kind of an awareness that our time is short here. We should spend it on kingdom impact for all it's worth. Verse 6, having said these things, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with mud and said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. We're going to go ahead and continue this lengthy text in our next devotion. But before I sign off, a couple things about those verses. First of all, there was one commentator who suggested that Jesus in making mud was kind of alluding back to the creation when God formed Adam out of the dirt. Here, the creator, Jesus, who was there at creation, creating the universe and the world with God, is here on earth and he's recreating again, creating sight out of blindness. And of course, this isn't all just about physical sight. Jesus, the light of the world, is not just bringing light into a man's eyes who's never seen it before, but in doing so, he's shining the light, the truth about who he is and who God is to the disciples and to those who are watching and even to us who read this account 2,000 years later. Come back to find out what happens after this in the next portion of this text. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.